You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hi everyone, I'm Katie and you're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek podcast network. This week I've asked Chelsea to take a little vacation and allow me to take over the show with a special guest. Well, actually two special guests. So for this episode only, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea will be renamed to Wine with Katie, Irwin, and Joel. Wine Time. Wine Time. Thank you, yes. Sorry, Wine Time with Katie, Irwin, and Joel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on this episode, Irwin, Joel, and I will be discussing some of our favorite Japanese anime films and shows. But before we dive into our topic, for many of our listener- listeners out there, you've heard me talk about Irwin and Joel... Just about every week, I think, for the past several months. And we finally found a gap in all of our schedules to record an episode together. I am flattered. Wow. <laughs> every week, you said. Wow. Just about every week for the past several months, as some of our listeners will know that. That's more than Zach Efron. That is. That is wow. more than Zach Efron. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Erwin and Joel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Very happy to be here. So, we're going to start out with you guys having to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So, guess what, Erwin? You get to go first. Okay. Well, I am a, uh, a Frenchman uh, who is very passionate about uh, Japanese culture, hence why we're talking about uh, animes. Um, one might call me an otaku. Uh, there's another word for that, which I'm banned to say on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> wow! Bro! <laughs> Uh, but besides that, I, uh, I'm basically just an avid uh, wine aficionado, and yeah, that's about it. Ooh. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we sort of invaded your house. True. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yes, yeah, so yeah. We, did, <laughs> we did come here. So, Joel, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, my name's Joel. Um, I do software, and my main hobby is music, so I... <laughs> Why? Just, you went like three octaves deeper. My name is Joel. I do software. <laughs> Alright, what, All right. what do you like to do, Joel? Alright, my name is Joel. What are your Joel. passions? Oh, uh, yeah, my passion is music. Wait, how are we, should we start this over since... No, keep going, no, man. keep going. You're going to have the take. whole thing This is a one take, man. This is a podcast. I'll cut it out, bro. Just keep going. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No, you should keep this in. <laughs> It's called right. wine time. So, so you like you like music? Yeah, I play piano, and um, I'm learning guitar and practicing singing as of lately. Nice. Um, I've been studying piano for 14 years now, um, focusing on improvisation and composition. Nice. What music styles are you uh, uh, most in love with for playing? For playing, jazz is probably my first, and I also really like... Um, Improvised classical music. Nice. Nice. Whose podcast is this? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you asked asked for intros, you know? (laughs) Anyways, so because you guys are new to our show, uh, this is usually the part where we discuss a little bit of the geeky things that we've done recently. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Erwin, you also get to go first. Yeah, you know, love the spotlight. Um, Well, 
Can I talk about geek things I'm about to do? Sure. Okay. So one thing I love doing and one thing LA is amazing for is watching uh, brand new uh, animes. Um, and this Wednesday, uh, a coworker and I are going to go see a Japanese mecha movie uh, just released here in the United States. Um, but yeah, so I basically go to every single uh, opening release of Japanese animations. <laughs> well, isn't that convenient for yep, this topic? Exactly, right? Hi, Joel. Hello. What geeky things have you been doing? Um, well, the geekiest thing I'm into lately is probably StarCraft 2. So I started playing StarCraft 2 when the beta first came out. Um, played for a while, but I didn't play for a very long time until recently I started playing again, but I've been watching the pro scene. So I basically watch every pro game of StarCraft that comes out, which uh, lately the GSL Code S series has been going. And uh, I'm a Protoss player, so I'm rooting for Hero. If there's any StarCraft fans listening, which probably super obscure, so maybe not, but... <laughs> you never know. I mean, Void and Beige from the geek to geek podcast could be into like, that. I don't know. eSports, like, it's... I mean, StarCraft is, like, pretty big, so... Mostly in Korea, but yeah, I mean, it's... You never know. You yeah. never know. We could have obscure listeners yeah. that like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by the time people listen to this, uh, I will be in the midst of Supernatural Convention. Yeah. Yep, up to my elbows and Supernatural, the Supernatural family. How many times have you gone to this convention? I think this is like my fifth or sixth time. Wow. <laughs> that I've gone impressive. in a row. Worth it. Have you met the entire cast by now? Uh, I haven't met them, but I've seen the majority right. of them. Right, um, I mean, that's what I meant, yeah. But the best part about this particular one is that I will be meeting Dean Winchester himself, Jensen Ackles. Wow. And How do you know you're going to meet him? Because I paid to meet him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, you paid to meet him? <laughs> I bought a photo, a photo oh op gosh. ticket that was incredibly expensive, and I saved lots of money to be able to do that. <laughs> so I cannot wait. Yep. Wow. I'm gonna go in for like the full the full Jensen Ackles bear hug experience, uh, and it's are you, gonna be glorious. Is it normal to like cosplay at this convention? Or yeah, no? sometimes a lot of people do because they do a cosplay um, competition. Okay, so I don't know anything about this show. Is there good cosplay? Like uh, a lot of people, uh, there isn't. There is for some, and it just depends. A lot of people dress up like Castiel, which is like. It's a brown trench coat and a suit, basically. Oh, nice. Uh, and then a lot of people wear plaid. So it kind of looks like a trench coat lumberjack convention. <laughs> a lumberjack convention. All which right. is really funny. And people that. get really weirded out, like, if there's something else going on in the same convention center. Mm, They're like, yeah. what is happening over here? Because we have, like, signs that say demons meet here and things like oh, that. Gotcha, so people okay. get weirded out. It's very funny. Gotcha. That's awesome. Um, but I'm also planning going to try to go to Long Beach Comic Expo, which is in a couple weeks. Uh, down in Long Beach, obviously. And mm-hmm. then potentially in March, I might go to WonderCon. Okay. So it conveniently matches up for when we go see Book of Mormon. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I might so go on... spend the day at yeah. the convention and then go see Book of Mormon. Yes. That is solid. That is the plan. Okay. Because it's really not that expensive to go to WonderCon. That's awesome. And also, since we're going to, like, be in Orange County anyway, I might as well just 
Spend the whole day. Embrace the orangeness. Exactly. That was weird, but yeah. Joel, did you, <laughs> that's not weird. Did you want to fill up on wine? Oh, yes. I would love to. So I feel like it, it would be rude to say this is wine time and not uh, say which wine we're drinking. So we're drinking a uh, Bordeaux wine. Specifically, this is Chateau de Pitre, um, a 2015 bottle. And so far, I'm impressed. I actually did not have high hopes for this bottle. Uh Mostly just because it was really cheap, but very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And I haven't even like given it time to breathe or anything. I've I just know. cracked it open. This is very solid. We drink a lot of wine, and I can confidently say this is a mm-hmm. this is a good one. Uh, I, anybody that's seen my Instagram account knows that I also drink a lot of wine. Yeah, <laughs> Katie has started joining us for Wine Wednesday, which is a uh, it's a tradition weekly tradition here that we uh, go to this wine bar and do a flight of wine and pair it with food. I feel like I've sort of invaded Wine Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, you're most welcome. Yeah. Wine Wednesday is open to all wine lovers. Yes. I feel anyway. like you should cheers the crowd. Like, to, like <laughs> you should get some wine and cheers with us. <laughs> nice. That was so bad. <laughs> that's that's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. So, as I mentioned before, Tea Time is a member of the geek to geek Podcast Network, and we are just one of four shows that make up the geek to geek Network. With us is the geek to geek Podcast, The Comic Box, and geek Geektitude. Each of these shows covers unique topics that are geeky in different ways. There is a little bit of something for everyone uh, with each of our shows, so if you are interested, head over to geek2geekcast.com to get linked to all of our shows in one location, and keep listening now for a bit of a preview of each of our shows. Hey everyone, Rob here, your friendly neighborhood comic geek, inviting you to join me and my rotating cast of co-hosts each week on The Comic Box, where we tell you everything you need to know to become a world-class comic book geek. So join us for The Comic Box, each week, right here on the geek to geek Podcast Network. Hi. My name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek, too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. And we are back. So with our wine glasses in hand, let us dive into our main topic. Yes. (laughs) So as I mentioned earlier, Erwin, Joel, and I will be discussing Japanese anime, which includes both films and shows. So according to the most reliable source on the internet, Wikipedia, anime refers specifically to animation from Japan or as a Japanese disseminated animation style often characterized by colorful graphics, vibrant characters, and fantastical themes. Mm. So <laughs> good definition. Thanks. I feel like we should build the setting a little bit. So maybe we should just do like a 360 look around us and see how many Japanese animation 
related decorations <laughs> we can spot. So, so <laughs> we are currently invaded uh, Irwin's house for this particular episode. And as Irwin mentioned before, he has a little bit of an obsession with Japanese <laughs> anime, which is not a bad obsession. I mean, I've got some weird ones too. I'm just kidding. This isn't weird. I mean, being obsessed <laughs> with Zach. Ra- being obsessed with Zach Efron is a little. Poster. <laughs> hey, hey. Do they know that? Yes, of course. People know about okay. the poster. All right. But so do they know about the body pillow? There's no body <laughs> just pillow. Just <laughs> Anyways, so. Irwin has some great art pieces in here, which includes something that I actually gave him, which was a clock with uh, Studio Ghibli. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of them mashed into one clock. Yeah, Yeah. and it goes with your decor. Right, right. And then to the left of that, we have a Totoro painting from uh, Vietnam. We have a castle in the sky uh, music box and uh, light that is made from uh, hundreds of sheets of paper we have on the bookshelf a lot of things um, we have the art book so every single Miyazaki movie has its own uh, the art of uh, book for the matching movie uh, so I have three of them I have How's Moving Castle uh, Spirited Away and The Wind Rises and as of yesterday now this is not a Miyazaki movie um, but very closely tied. Uh, I have the art book to Mary and the Witch's Flower, which Katie and I saw when it first came out just a couple weeks ago. I'm pretty sure that Joel saw it too. Yeah, thanks for including me. Oh, yeah. We just didn't see it together. That's we saw true. it in two separate theaters on the same day at the same time. That's true. I, we saw it in subbed and Katie saw it in dubbed. Yep. Which dubbed is super lame. What? Duff was great. Kate Winslet was in it. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. No, they were British accents, right? Yeah, they were British. It was very... It was like... That's why I kept comparing Mary to Hermione. Right. Because it was very (laughs) Harry Potter. British British accents, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. There's also a a number of Harry Potter-related things in this house. Oh, yeah. As well. But... I I didn't even... I didn't even get to, like, the... I still have more. I have, like, Princess Mononoke painting there and... There's, there's so like, much stuff. Like Forty more things. Yeah, that yeah. You it's so we're yeah. surrounded <laughs> on all sides by things that have to do with Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. So, anime is a diverse art form with distinctive production methods and techniques that have been adapted over time in response to emergent technologies. It consists of an ideal storytelling mechanism combining graphic art, characterization, cinematography, and other forms of imaginative and individualistic techniques. The production of anime focuses less on the animation of movement and more on the realism of settings as well as the use of camera effects including panning, zooming, and angle shots. Uh, Being hand-drawn, anime is separated from reality by a crucial gap of fiction that provides an ideal path for escapism that allows audience, that audiences can immerse themselves into with relative ease. Right. So, I'm just going to say my two favorite things about anime. One, music. Like, Japanese composers are my absolute favorite. Like, especially with, uh, with, like, piano melodies. It's just so good. And animes have the like best soundtracks ever. I love anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they nailed that. Um, and then what I really like is the amount of time they spend just like building a scene. Like they'll just have like a 10 second shot of like a still shot of nature. And it's just like a branch, like blowing in the wind. And it's just like beautiful pair that with like a great piano melody. And it's just like melts your heart. 
Um, <laughs> it's truly it's so, beautiful. It's so poetic. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, absolutely. And then every single uh, like show and movie has their own style to it. So, yeah. Yes. So there are a significant number of anime, uh, anime uh, production studios, including... Studio Ghibli, which mm-hmm. is we'll talk about a lot with right. Miyazaki, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gonna butcher some names, and it's gonna be great. Uh, maybe Erwin can pronounce this one. Oh my gosh, this I'm one. not gonna be any better. Uh, Toei. Yeah, animation. Toei Animation. Yeah. Uh, Toei Animation, which does uh, they're known for Yu-Gi-Oh, Sailor Moon, One Piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all classics. Yep. And most recently, there's a new studi- studio that's formed, uh, Studio Ponok, Ponok? I mm-hmm. think that's how they said it, yep. uh, which includes some former Studio Ghibli filmmakers. Right. So that one's brand new. Their first production was Mary and the Witch's Flower. Yep. I am very excited about this, uh, this new studio. Yeah. I mean, because... I mean, we saw Mary and the Witch's Flower, and that was so good. It was yeah. gorgeous. It's, yeah. it's because Studio Ghibli isn't really making any more movies. They recently came out with a new one, which you didn't get to see. Um, oh, the, the Red Turtle one? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was so... It felt so off-brand. I mean, this is based on the trailer. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to watch it. Like, it well, just, yeah. I wasn't like motivated to see it because it didn't feel like a traditional um, Studio Ghibli movie. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just... Yeah. It seems like they're going in a different direction. Well, it'll be interesting because they hadn't made any movies for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't realize that Studio Ghibli had been around for as long as it was, yeah. and that some of the movies that I chose from my list of movies uh, came out when I was, like, a baby. Yeah, I mean, most of my favorite movies are, like, from the 80s and stuff, like Nasca and Valley of the Wind, I think is from, like, what, 87 or something? Yeah, just so we understand, there is a significant age gap going on in this room. At the moment. Oh, wow. Way, with, way to bring it up. With Erwin being super young, which is fine. Um, I'm the oldest, <laughs> which is great. Erwin's not that young anymore. Erwin is he's 22. He's almost 23. I lost my baby face, all right? Okay. And <laughs> yeah, you're Irwin old enough like to be holding on to that exactly. glass of wine. Exactly. So. Anyways, so <laughs> this is how our friendship works, everybody. This is <laughs> what it is. Uh, so, Erwin, I'm going to give you the opportunity to try to keep to five animated, like, oh, anime things boy. that you really like. Oh, man. Okay. Um, but All right. go ahead. So, <clears throat> I'm just going to start with uh, anime TV series. Okay. That are recent, like 2017 slash 2018. So, brand new ones. Uh, so, my absolute favorite right now is called The Ancient Magus Bride. Um and that's because they have, I think, the best uh, designer um, of a anime TV series that I've seen yet. Like, every episode feels like a full production movie. Um, and it has beautiful music. Uh, Joel, actually, I sent you the soundtrack. Remember that it has, like, oh, a lot of, like, tango one, yeah. strings. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Um, the premise for that is basically a young girl is abandoned by her parents. Um, so she has, like some pretty severe abandonment issues um, and trust issues because she never had a family she could trust. Uh, so she's, like, suicidal and, and tries to kill herself. Um, yeah, get started. But uh, someone finds her before she kills herself and asks if she wants to be useful, and she's just, like, so lifeless at that point she doesn't care. So she gets auctioned off. <laughs> Which, Spoiler because, alert. 
Uh, no, this is all like in the first what is, episode. What is happening in the show? But, but it turns like out she's actually show. like a, a really rare breed of magicians. Um, so she's a mage. Uh, and a kind of mage that only like lives to like 14 because they output so much magical power that their body can't handle it. Uh, anyway, she gets auctioned off to this like demon who actually like gives her a home. Um, and the setting really reminds me of Normandy, France. Like she grows up in like a, a prairie house, uh, in what literally feels exactly like Normandy, France. Um, and it's just like her becoming human after like so much, um, I guess family issues. Uh, so it's really beautiful. Um, that's definitely my favorite anime of the year. Uh, in terms of movies, I mean, Mary and the Witch's Flower ha- has to take the cake because I think it's uh, the studio is going to be um, my new favorite studio in the years to come. <gasps> Can't believe you said that. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like <laughs> if you looked at the animation style, it felt so much like like how like remember in the movie um, there's the weird like globby characters with like a hollow mm-hmm. circle in them and they reminded me so much of the um, creatures of the witch of the waste that are like kind of globby so, oh yeah and the uh, director of the movie and of the new studio was a uh, designer for for how and spirited away oh so, nice like, he has all of the like characteristics of a traditional Miyazaki movie which I think he ported over wonderfully um, unfortunately, uh, there's no, like, Joe Hisaishi, uh, equivalent. So Joe Hisaishi is the composer for basically every single Miyazaki movie. And he is, I think, in my mind, Japan's best composer ever. At least best movie score writer, like, for sure. Like, he, yeah, I, there's no, there's no musician I... I admire more than him, uh, wow. so it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to top that uh, with any upcoming movies. But but they did a, a pretty decent job. Like I like the soundtrack too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I was listening to it yesterday right. while I was writing yeah. the show notes. Yeah, it's like it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, it's catchy. Um, yeah, so that's what that's only two. Yep. Oh, that's okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> the podcast so is like almost over. <laughs> no, no, no. We're- yeah. Well, just, no, we're let's fine. take a break from me, and then we'll, we'll come back to me. Okay. So, yeah. Hey, Joel. All right. Favorite animes? Sure. Um, I well, know what you're going to say. Oh, and do you? It's good, yeah. You're going to say Death Note, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I know. It's just so stereotypical, though. No, but no it's mean, fine. It's yeah. a classic. It's a, like, popular starter one. But, I mean, for good reasons. It's, yeah. it's amazing. I read the mangas. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I read them. I just love the like intellectual logical mind frame that exactly. that whole show takes, and like there's so many situations where you're suddenly like, oh my gosh, he's so genius! Like right. th- everything was planned through right. from like, yeah. It's, I mean, there's definitely like other animes that are like super high strategy and like all like centering around like geniuses fighting each other through strategy. But I think Death Note like takes the cake. Like yeah. no no one has like beaten them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this qualifies, but there's this uh, there's this YouTube video combinatoric explosion, and it's like a it's like a Japanese educational video, mm. but it's like an anime where they teach you like how the uh, 
number of ways you can draw a line through a grid right. increases combinatorically, and it's uh, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So yeah. that uh, that's what I mean. Like. At one point, like the teacher goes from a human to like a robot, Ro- like yeah. hundreds or thousands of years in the future. God, you guys are <laughs> such nerds. <laughs> oh yeah, I also really like math. So. <laughs> I do Joel math. is such a nerd. I do math for fun. It's fun. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite book, Joel? Uh, Girdle Escher Bach, which is a, it's a book about a, well, it's not really about, but it's, it uses the story of a mathematician, a composer, and an artist to explain the universe, the mind, and information. Nerd. (laughs) Which, we are all nerds here, but I feel like Joel gets an extra... Yeah, he's like he's uh, an extra he's layer. He's a real nerd, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm a high level nerd. <laughs> I'm the pop. I'm the one that's most up on pop culture. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. I mean, I also played World of Warcraft and was in marching band in high school, so that was about yes. as nerdy you as you get the cake. Get the cake. Well, get. congratulations, <laughs> and the nerd award goes to Joel. <laughs> Anyways, so. I'm just going to talk about some of the ones that I like. Yeah, please. So probably my most favorite is Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, absolutely. Which is so good. Mm-hmm. Came out when I was three years old. So right. 1989. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was one of the first movies uh, released by Studio Ghibli when it started. Wow. So Studio Ghibli started in like 85, yeah. I think. So this was one of the major films that like put them on the map right. was this particular movie um i don't think i've ever seen the subbed version i've only seen dubbed which gotcha. kiki is kirsten dunst yeah yeah i have it on blu-ray just on that bookshelf up there oh dang <laughs> <laughs> like how we turn to look anyway for people who don't know so um kiki's delivery service is about a 13 year old girl named kiki who moves to a seaside town with her talking cat, Gigi, yep. who I love. It's my Slack icon. That's literally, like, the my favorite part of this entire thing is Gigi. It's just, like, a cat. sarcastic, grumpy black cat. <laughs> think, for those of you who like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yeah. think Salem. Yep. It's exactly a- the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, to spend a year alone in accordance with her village's tradition for witches in training... After learning to control her broomstick, Kiki sets up a flying courier service and soon becomes a fixture in the community. But when the insecure young witch begins questioning herself and loses her magical abilities, she must overcome her self-doubt and get her powers back. Right. So So, it's kind of a coming-of-age story, which is really cool. So witches are not popular in, like, the modern age in, in the movie. And was it when she turns 12, she has to spend a year by herself? 13. 13, okay. Yeah, so she goes to, like, uh, a giant, like, modern town, and no one has, like, seen a witch. They're like, oh, what the heck? Like, she can fly and stuff. It's so weird. Uh, and so she gets, like, pretty popular that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so good that I even, like, cosplayed as, yeah. oh. as Kiki. Like, at Anime Expo, I think... Kiki was the most cosplayed character there. Well, it's very easy. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's like easy. a black or blue dress right. with red shoes and a mm-hmm. giant red bow. Yeah, exactly. And I carried a brown like messenger bag, and I mm-hmm. have a uh, Michelle has a crocheted Gigi 
that's, that's awesome. like about the same size as Gigi nice. would be. So I was carrying that around. That's I did awesome. it to I went to D twenty three, which is the oh, Disney right, yeah. convention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that one and I guess this one is dedicated to Joel because it's his fault, which is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes. Um, All right. It's <laughs> well. I mean, there, this is. I went one five. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's fine. So look. Anyways, so the first episode of this aired in 2005 on Nickelodeon and then ended in 2008. So it's about three seasons long. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many episodes because I didn't look that up. I mean, I think there's like 26 per season about. Yeah, and they're like 20 or so minutes long. So I'm still in season two, which is just killing Joel. It's a fantastic. It's I very, can't very believe good. You haven't found out what happens to Appa yet. I know. I'm just I'm stuck I about like Appa's last. Appa's still or, missing. What's that episode? The, whoa, whoa, spoilers for the uh, audience. Yeah, never mind. Anyways, but the reason I hesitated was because. It's Appa's, like, missing days or something. Yeah, I haven't, lost got, days. I haven't oh, gotten lost. that far yet. Oh, so that's, Appa's like, the most heart-wrenching missing. episode you'll I know. Ever You're going to oh, cry. God, I know. I cry at everything, and everybody knows. So, You're going to ball. <laughs> I cried, like, twice. This is for sure up for debate. But some uh, hardcore people would classify Avatar as a cartoon, not an anime. Technically, it isn't an anime, I think. Yeah. But, but it's, 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 it's basically feels, it feels an anime. It feels so anime-like. It, yeah. I just... I, I'm sorry. No, it's no, an no, anime. I, no, I, it I counts. To, like, show All right. It it's gone. It's off no, the no, list. No, it's an anime. I decree. <laughs> All right. Joel decrees an anime. <laughs> so, for people who haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender, and we're not talking about the, like, the crappy movie... Oh God. I love I love the Jackson Rathbone, but that movie is horrible. I can't. God, it's so bad. Anyways, uh, this is basically what the show is about. It says the world is divided into four nations: the Water Tribe, the Earth Kingdom, the Fire Nation, and the Air Nomads. Uh, each represented by a natural element for which the nation is named. Benders have the ability to control and manipulate the element. Uh, from their nation. Only the Avatar is the master of all four elements. The Ruthless Fire Nation wants to conquer the world, uh, by, but the only bender who has enough power, the Avatar, has disappeared until, like, the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. This feels like the intro to the show. It's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, his tribe soon discovers that Aang is the, la- the long-lost airbender, or Avatar, sorry, I can read. Uh, <laughs> now Katana... Katara and Sokka must safeguard Aang on his journey to master all four elements and save the world from the Fire Nation. Right. So each each nation has one ability. Uh, Earth Kingdom, obviously Earth. Uh, fire Nation, Fire. Air Nomads, Air. And then the Water Nation, Water. I mean, yeah. That's it's a great really, description. But, but anyway, a person is born with only the ability to uh, control one element. The Avatar can control all four elements and then combine them into crazy, powerful... Uh, stuff. Yeah, the Avatar is also like part spirit, so he has all these weird like spirity powers. Yeah, so he can like talk to all the previous Avatars mm-hmm. and a few additional spirit powers that I, I won't spoil. Um, so yeah, so he, the Avatar is uh, responsible for he keeping balance. Yes, he or she, thank you. Keeping balance in the world because they're the person with the most power. So they have the ability to do so. And once you watch Korra, you'll learn a lot more Avatar history. The yeah. Legend of Korra. Yeah. The Legend of Korra is amazing because 
it's just like you go into a super HD show all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. <laughs> like you go from like a like 360p like TV show where it's like pixelated and it's amazing. Like Avatar is, is I think better than than Korra, but Korra is like high budget, super HD, great soundtrack. So it's like yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, the story of Last Airbender is like unbeatable, but yeah, Korra sure. is high entertainment and mm-hmm. very does good fandom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's great. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, right. It's still great. But anyways, Erwin, I'm sure you got more stuff to talk about. True. He's True. got like 12 more. <laughs> he was like, my list. He got down to Hold two. Hold on. <laughs> it's just like, it's so hard because like anime TV series and animation movies are so different, mm-hmm. but the, I, I like them both just as much. So it's hard to like choose which one to talk about. So what was the last thing I talked about? It was a TV show, right? Ancient Man's Bread. No, you talked about Mary and the... Oh, true. And the Witch's Flower. All right, so back to TV show. Um, so another one that's uh, brand new, 2017 slash 2018, it's called Kino's Journey. And it's basically the story of a um, young uh, female who has a motorcycle that talks. Um, <laughs> weird premise. Um <laughs> But basically, every episode is uh, a short story. So Kino is just a traveler. Uh, So she travels from city to city. And each city is actually its own country. Um, And every country has its own, like, set of rules. But, like, very different set of rules. Um, And it's just, like, I guess it's almost like seeing how the politics of a city would play out in different, like, rules. Like, one country slash city that she visits uh killing is legal like there's absolutely no repercussions for killing but because it's legal everyone in the city is actually like really really kind and sweet and they only kill people who kill maliciously so like if you do anything bad then they'll kill you <laughs> it's, it's a weird premise wow it's so <laughs> a show like about one, killing no that's just one of the random cities like another city is like uh, their history is um, they had uh, sheeps fight each other <laughs> this is so weird so they just have like years and years of, of breeding sheep to be like uh, just killer instincts um, anyway and then they evolved into a more mature society and they just like release the sheep but the sheep just have like so many generations of uh, breeding for um, fighting in like an arena that like it never left. So like an entire entrance to the city is like blocked off from these like killer sheep. Anyway, it's it sounds super weird, but it's actually like <laughs> really philo- philosophical. I probably picked the most two weirdest uh, city slash countries. Um, it's okay. But yeah, if you're like into politics or like. Uh, political science, it's, it's definitely like a cool show. That <laughs> <laughs> right. probably sounds so Killer sheep and... Okay, that, those were two random premises. <laughs> it just okay, okay, I'll say another... Another city is um, a city that uh, moves. So it's like uh, kind of like a conveyor belt tank wheel. So it's a giant massive city that, that moves. Um, like part of it's upside down at all times? No, it's just like a giant dome on, like... Oh, on, like, on a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. But then, like, because it's a giant city moving, they kind of, like, bulldoze 
everything they run over. Okay, it seems this like started it's out, very this destructive. <laughs> it started out okay, but, but then exactly. it's like, but now we're just rolling over other people's yeah, exactly. homes. That is exactly what they do. So it's like, they're a city of travelers, but they're like but leaving a wake of destruction on the path. So it's like, you know, where do you draw the line? No, obviously. So the theme <laughs> So they just drive the over the sheeps and just leave <laughs> a giant patch of wool. Yeah. So the theme of the shows that Erwin watches is death and destruction. Well, to be fair, that's most animes. <laughs> that's true. That's always some sort of, like, true. destruction of something. I mean, in, even in, like, The Last Airbender, like, the Fire Nation killed, ev- like, the entire... Yeah. Airbender yeah, yeah, that was population. <clears throat> Spoiler. If you haven't seen Avatar Whatever. at this point, maybe yeah, you deserve. Then to you're get basically spoiled. Katie. You're basically <laughs> me. The only person left. That's true. That's yeah. not true. I'm sure there's other people who haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right. or when you got something happier, you can talk about. Okay. Well, so I'm. Uh, that was another. Okay, this is another anime TV series. This one's kind of goofy. But it's actually... Except for the uh, destruction part. No, so this is... It's called In Another World with My Smartphone. So... That's interesting. The first episode, it's just a normal high school, like, 15 or 16-year-old boy uh, who dies by lightning. Okay. <laughs> so... That's just... That's normal. Yeah, so then <laughs> it cuts to him sitting, drinking tea with God, like, in the clouds. And it's God's, like, apologizing, saying, like, hey, like, I was messing around with lightning, and I accidentally killed you, like... My bad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, literally, like, my bad, I'm so sorry. So, like, uh, so I'm gonna resurrect you in a different new world. Um, and this world has, like, magic and stuff. So he's like, oh, before I, uh, bring you to this world, is there any, like, favors you want me to do for you? And the kid just, like, asks, like, oh, can I keep my smartphone? So he's like, all right, yeah, sure. You just can't call. Uh, you can't communicate with people, like, in your world. But you can still, like, access the news and stuff. Uh, so then he gets uh, resurrected in this magical world with, like, castles and stuff. So, like, pretty pretty old school. Um, but he has his, like, Google Maps and stuff updated to be in this For new this world. place that he's yeah. in? And then one That's thing legit. that God did was... So every person, kind of like Avatar, is born with specific magic abilities um, for, like, specific elements. This person was born with the ability to control all elements, and there's this thing called null magic, where it's, like, individual spells, um, and only one person, like, can control one null magic spell, and, like, other people can't control it. But he can control any spell. So any spell he sees anyone do, he can recreate it. Wow. Um, And he combines this with his smartphone. So, like, he'll use, like, Google Maps to, like, target, like, hundreds of people or, like, like a find spell. Like, it allows you to, like, find things near you. He can, like, enchant his phone and, like, see, like, on Google Maps. Like, so anyway, it's, like, a really goofy magic show sounds with the cool. smartphone. That sounds yeah, I kind of want to watch yeah, it. it. It was, like, it started off super cool. I was super into it. And then halfway into it, it turned into, like, him recruiting a harem of women. Like, it got super weird super fast. Like, it oh. went from a super cool show to him having, like, an entire harem of women following him. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it, it just gets a little weird, unfortunately. He's like, I tapped out now. 
Well, I, I finished it. It's only one season. Um, okay, that's weird. But, like, basically, he ends up marrying four or five different women. <laughs> it's like, how do you get to that point? Like, how do you... Yeah, I don't know. I guess if you have enough magic powers, like, why not at that point? It's just... Uh, it just... Well, <laughs> I mean, it's... He's like a... The, the show was trying to create him as, like, a, a really kind guy who can't, like... He doesn't want anyone... So he's using... Since he has such crazy powers, he's using it to help people. So he's, like, becoming famous because all he does is help people. Um, and because of that, he can't, like, break someone's heart. So all these women are falling in love with him. And okay. And he doesn't want to break their heart. I don't know. It's, this, it's weird. It makes it sound... I mean, it's still, like, that's weird. But, like, when you said that he was using his smartphone to ta- target people, yeah. immediately I went, oh, he's murdering people. <laughs> Well, based on I went all so the dark army, immediately. I mean, like, there's a necromancer who like brought an army of the dead, and it was basically like civilization was like on the brink of destruction, and he just like has unlimited magic power. So he just like with one spell targets like this entire army through his smartphone and just like cast it and like wipes an entire army out like in the blink of an eye, and everyone's just like. What the hell is happening? Basically, because he has God's power. That's um, insane. Jeez, I, I mean, get struck by lightning, it, God. Right? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> and so get a whoops, my bad. So it's just like it's a really funny premise. It's a goofy show, and it's some cool action scenes, and then it takes a weird turn. The whole like <laughs> the whole like God, my bad thing reminds me of this movie that I watched like in the nineties oh, called yeah. My Boyfriend's Back he like dies saving this girl and he goes to heaven and they were like we are so sorry you weren't slated to die yet the guy who shot you was supposed to knock over a pot of coffee and slip and fall and that didn't happen (laughs) because he like knocks the pot of coffee off after he shoots him and he's just like oh because he gets brought back to life and stuff and he goes Mm -hmm. oh so now he knocks over the coffee pot it's really funny gotcha it's such a but he's not like a zombie no he is he comes back as a zombie and he gets in trouble he was like you're not supposed to wake up crawl out of your grave muck around on earth and wait to die again (laughs) it was very funny it's not a very good movie but I love it (laughs) I mean bad movies are sometimes the best movies heck yeah you should hear what some of my favorite movies are they're not any scary. Lou Frigno movie like Sinbad Hercules I'm all over that Kazam that's not that's not Sinbad but um Kazam Kazam which is like a really bad uh it's a really bad uh magic movie like with a uh, genie who lives inside of a boombox but it's not oh Sinbad it's Shaquille O'Neal oh my god so it's awesome. is it Shaquille O'Neal? I could totally just might cut this whole part out. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So um, do you do like a lot of fact checking afterwards? Uh. Re- to uh <laughs> That's a no. That's a, I'm cutting that part out because <laughs> people are gonna be like, oh wait. Like Katie knows nothing. Chelsea's the brains of this operation. <laughs> Anyways, so Joel, do you have any other favorite? things that you have seen anime things yeah anime things that was too generic sorry um i haven't seen all of it but i really like nichiji is that how you say it everyone nichiju nichiju yeah it's really funny it's just like the funniest ridiculous anime of like school kids like just being silly and like the cat is hilarious it's like standard daily life things and problems that occur but like 
so dramatic. Like, it'll be like a 20-minute skit about, like, I don't know, like, dropping, like, a candy bar or something, you know? Like, something, <laughs> yeah. something stupid. But, like, the kids just, like, get so freaking dramatic and, like, upset over, like, stupid things. And it's just, like, blown out of proportion. It's really, yeah. really goofy and if fun. You liked subbed, That's really funny. If you like subbed, it's really good, too, because just, like, yeah. the voice acting is so Yeah, funny. the voice acting is great. A lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Ooh, something that the listeners should know is that there's a Studio Ghibli Fest that recently ended here in L.A. And that's basically where um, they just showed, I think, six different Studio Ghibli movies in theaters um, over the course of four or five months here in L.A. through, like, a bunch of different theaters. So um, did you see any of them? We went and saw... uh, We we saw saw how... We, we saw, saw subbed, subbed, uh, subbed Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. which is the first time I'd ever seen it in the actual Japanese. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, Joel and I saw Nasca and Valley of the Wind, which was Joel's second Miyazaki movie. I think that was... Was that subbed? I think that was subbed. I think so. Yeah. Um, was Big Fish or... <gasps> yeah, well, that was the animation film festival. That was the animation film festival, yeah. but that movie was... Amazing. Yeah, so that the fish one, I don't remember the full name, but that was a Chinese animation, and that was like. It was so yeah, good. That was one of the most like artistic animations to come from China in a while. I cried just because it was so beautiful. It, it was it was really gorgeous. Yeah. Tears were shed at one point. Yeah, beautiful story. Yeah, I got judged. I was crying, and <laughs> everyone's like, "Are you crying?" And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not." <laughs> I just had like one tear coming down, and I was like, "Nope, I'm not crying." <laughs> I cried everything, guys. So it's not. Yeah. It's not at, a surprise. At that film festival, we also saw a Japanese one called um, Fireworks. Should we see them from the side or the oh. bottom? Uh, and it's basically just like a love story with a slight magical twist. Um, Fireworks was great. Yeah. I liked it. I, yeah, I mean, I thought it was amazing. Critics were pretty harsh on it, though. Well, those critics don't know what's good from bad. Yeah, I know, right? Stupid critics. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we like almost every anime. That's true. So, (laughs) (laughs) a little biased. Yeah. Nice. That that is accurate. Um, (laughs) I don't watch very many shows, Mm -hmm. but I do watch movies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Spirited Away. Oh, yeah. I think that was my first... Miyazaki? Miyazaki movie no, was Spirited Away. Okay. And then I watched Kiki's Delivery Service after that. That's solid. Um, Spirit Away, Spirited Away was so good. Because my roommate from college, mm-hmm. she loves... Like, she watches anime. I think she watched all of One Piece. Oh, nice. And, like, uh, she watched a lot of... I think she's watched... She watched Avatar and then uh, The Legend of Korra. Like, she watched all of that... Uh, but she and I watched Spirited Away together. Nice. Um, it's just, it's so freaking good. Right. And I don't know, I just, it's so, yeah, it's, it's just great. It's, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely fell in love with that. Yeah. Um, the, so my brother is living in Taiwan right now. He's a chef. Um, and my parents went to visit him. And uh, the bathhouse in Spirited Away is modeled after a, a tea house in Taiwan in, uh, I think in Jaifer is the town. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miyazaki like went there, um, uh, and modeled it like very closely. And like the, 
remember the city at the beginning where the parents eat the food and turn into pigs? Turn into giant pigs, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that looks really close to the, like, alleyways and stuff in that town. So my parents went there and took pictures. They even had tea at the tea salon. They took pictures of the alleyways and stuff, and it looks so close to the movie. That's cool. That's really awesome. I really want to go there now. Yeah. I also really just want to go to wherever your brother's cooking food site. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you still haven't had your... Oh, no, no. We, I had your brother's meal that one time. Okay. Yeah. He cooked a meal for you? Yeah. Well, it was like Erwin's brother is like a world-renowned... He's an award-winning champion French chef. French chef. Like, it's the ridiculous. Youngest is food. Where he won the, like, French chef award he, at the he youngest He won the age. National French Culinary Competition. It's like the president of France gave him 20,000 euros and a giant trophy and stuff and I mean he's won like a bunch of other competitions and stuff and right now he's sous chef at a um, very well known restaurant in Taiwan inside the uh, uh, so in Taipei is the giant skyscraper which was Mm -hmm. used to be the tallest skyscraper in the world before like Dubai Dubai took it over yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, so he's, he's working there and actually the Chef who the famous chef who started the restaurant also has uh, a restaurant in Dubai as well. Wow. Well, in France as well. That is insane. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Erwin, your family is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy awesome. But anyway, so Spirited Away is really great. I also really love Hal's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. Which is so good. And I finally got to see it subbed mm-hmm. I've only ever seen it dubbed yeah that was my first time seeing it subbed yeah and it was very funny because I also saw that with my roommate from college mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god Hal was totally I was like it's Batman and she goes what and I was like it's Christian Bale Christian Bale oh, does right. the the dubbed exactly. version he's yeah. Howl and it's very funny when you realize that yeah. you're listening to uh, it's Batman mm-hmm. it's Batman yeah I didn't think Calcifer could be even more funny in the sub version but he, he was even funny. <laughs> he was it's hilarious. so yeah, good. Castle is hilarious. I love... Howl's Moving Castle is incredible. Mm-hmm. Beautiful cities, like... Yeah. Some of the most gorgeous cities in Miyazaki movies. It's just... It has some of the most beautiful animation mm-hmm. to it, and, like, how they animated the moving castle itself mm-hmm. is crazy, and, like, the difference between, like, the world that Hal flies into and then the world that they live in currently. Exactly. And how they can move in between. Mm-hmm. And just magic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely, definitely a beautiful movie. Yeah. And great soundtrack. Yep, and I think the very last thing that I have, which is Mary and the Witch's Flowers. Heck yeah. Flower, yeah. Which you is sh- the You should borrow thing. the uh, art book for that. Yeah. It has, like, the storyboard for the movie, the original sketches and stuff. It was so good. Yeah. The cats were adorable. Tibu and Gibu. Or oh, Tib and Gib. Tib and Gib in <laughs> the... I saw... They saw the subversion. I saw the dubbed version, which was basically uh, Harry Potter in yeah. my book. Mary was so much like Hermione. It was crazy because everybody... Witch. Yeah, all of the, the actors who mm-hmm. did the the dubbed version were all British. So it was like watching yeah. Harry Potter because there was magic exactly. and witches and the A woman... The school in, of wizardry. Yes. <laughs> so it was basically watching like Hogwarts with magic, but it was... Yeah. It was Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the, the professor... 
like was Kate Winslet. That's who did the oh, voice. That's awesome. So, yeah. but it was very funny, like telling you when I was trying to tell you, I was like, yeah, it reminded me of like Hermione and like all of a sudden you're like, I don't under, yeah. like, why do you keep saying that? And right. I was like, oh, cause they were all British. And you're like, yep. oh, you saw the dubbed version. <laughs> My mom said the same thing. She's like, oh, so it's like a, a Japanese Harry Potter. I was like, no, like witches with cats and stuff like have been around long for uh, Harry, Potter. Harry Potter. But if you yeah, watch it that way, if you it, watch it that feels way, very Harry and like, Potter. And you take the ginger part and the school of wizardry. So yeah, it's it's pretty Harry Potter. He looks super disappointed that that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Harry Potter knockoff, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the cats, oh my god, tip cats and give. Cats. The cats are the best. This is what I love about uh, Japanese animes is that. They animals, cats. but cats, I love cats. They and then cats, yeah. um, in Avatar, Aang's flying bison, oh, Appa. I yeah. love Appa. Momo. Momo, Momo is, so is so cute. cute. Yeah. Momo. But they always use animals are very important in some yeah. way. Like in uh, Spirited Away, uh, he turns into a dragon, yep. which is really Haku. cool. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think... Then there's the uh, the baby turns into like the giant hamster. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, but obviously Gigi takes the. Oh yeah. He's like the best. Yeah. I love Gigi. Definitely. There's also the dog from How. <gasps> oh my god, pretty, the dog. Pretty, do- <laughs> pretty funny. I love when the dog when they're trying like the the witch of the waste or whatever when they're trying to go all the way up the stairs oh, yes. and she's just dying that yeah. was you and me going to the movies the other day <laughs> you pretty much after oh, after right. dinner yeah. um <laughs> we were just like i feel like the witch of the waste i'm yeah. not gonna make it Wait, uh, what movie did we see that's when we saw the maze runner oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was it was an incredibly long movie it was but <laughs> newt the british blonde kid Shh, don't spoil it. Spoilers. I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying he's got great style. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah. Okay. We just, this episode is all over the place. So, I'm so sorry. We were supposed to talk about anime? Yeah, we talked about pretty much whatever so we wanted. So you, you finished your list, right? Yeah, so you can... Well, Joel, first of all, do you have any, do other, you have any other ones? Animes? Ooh, more animes. I'm blanking on animes right now. Erwin, take over. Okay. Oof. This is tough. So, I'm going back to uh, to Studio Ghibli, which... Uh, so, last night I rewatched Porco Rosso. Okay. Which, uh, is a great one. But I'm not going to go into that. I'm actually going to go into... Uh, all right, I'm going to go into The Wind Rises, because it's, it's not- very underappreciated. I was like, it's not your favorite one. And it's also my favorite. I have the art book up there. Um, so basically, it doesn't have any magic or, like, fantasy stuff to it. It's, like, very real. It's about World War II uh, when Japan was, like, suffering from a, a terrible economy. And they had, like, a huge earthquake. Um, and they were still, like, required to participate in the war. So I had, like, a company with... Uh, or, I mean, a country with... Uh, such bad circumstances managed to make like some of the most advanced airplanes during the war uh, and it all like boils down to like this the main character who's uh, just like a starry eyed uh, aeronautical engineer um, 
and it's beautiful because it, it really focuses on the mindset of an engineer um, and then it bakes in a, a beautiful but sad love story um, so like as uh, an engineer I really appreciate the movie um, but to most people it kind of bores them um, just because it doesn't have that like mystical feel to it but I think it's engineering it's is the magic of the real world yeah Says the two engineers. <laughs> I mean, anything that seems like magic nowadays is made by engineers. That's true. You guys do an incredible job. <laughs> well, we do. Uh, we He's do, like, well, we, well, thank you. Well, we, <laughs> you know, we don't make magic. We just make data things. Data e. Data e things Pretty for much. the company that we work for because yeah. we're all coworkers. Yeah. That's how we met. Go company. That we can't say. That what? <laughs> that we don't mention. Oh yeah. Got anything else? Um. Okay. This one is not a Miyazaki movie. It is a Studio Ghibli movie. Um. So Studio Ghibli was founded by two founders, uh, Miyazaki, and um, I'm blanking on the other. Other oh one's name. Oh my god! It starts with a T. Uh, here actually, I have it right here. Um. But basically, this is uh, directed by him. Um. It's called Whoa. The Cat Returns. Um, the cat. So Takeyoshi Matsushita. Um, but basically it's about a girl who uh, accidentally rescues a cat. She just like sees a cat that's about to get run over and she like rescues him. Uh, turns out that cat is actually a prince of the cat kingdom and like is wow. super grateful. So like brings her to the cat kingdom and like the cat king is like the super perverted cat and like tries to like marry her and stuff anyway it's just like all cats (laughs) I've never seen this movie let's watch this it's a studio Ghibli movie with nothing but cats (laughs) so like it's awesome oh it's (laughs) oh (laughs) most people don't know about this movie even though it's really good so I hope people hear this and and watch Torrent The Cat Returns uh, no of course not Torrent the artist well cause we don't I mean they don't support download. illegal downloads yeah, on this podcast you can't just like go on Amazon and buy it so anyways <laughs> <laughs> so your option is like Torrent it. your option is to Torrent it so or like go to Japan and try and find a store that sells it you should go to Japan and find a store that sells it cause that sounds like an adventure um on that note <laughs> I think we're going to wrap up this episode of so Tea Time. Soon? I still have 36 more no, minutes. No, no, I'm so wine. sorry. I, you have to let me finish reading my script, bro. Yeah, but Fine. your script is wrong. Fine. It's wine time. But I will say, I just looked it up. The Cat Returns is actually on Amazon for $18 Blu-ray. So I take it back. Don't torrent it. Go on Amazon. Buy it. I'm done. Well, with that, that's going to wrap up <laughs> this episode or of Tea Time, or in this case wine time with katie Irwin and joel the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website teatimewithkc.com you can reach out to us via twitter or instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc you we are also now on the facebook so you can reach it's out all facebook yes you can reach out to us on facebook which is facebook.com forward slash teatimewithkc 
Also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkasey at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Podcast Network by visiting geek to geekcastcom And you can always chat with us in real time by downloading the messaging app Slack and joining our Slack channel at geek to geekcastslackcom And with that, until next time, bye! bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.